welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. In this episode, we're here at our Istanbul office with Cameron Degen. Cameron, welcome. Hello there, Alatin. How are you? I am very, very good. Guys, today we're, uh, we're actually mm-hmm. filming a pretty interesting episode. Cameron is back uh, from his uh, 14-day water fasting trip uh, oh that yeah. took place in Los Angeles. And he's going to explain us what water fasting is and what has he learned there as he has been preaching us uh, for the past (laughs) two to three weeks about the things that he has learned about the longevity, about the blue zones, the plant-based diet and etc. Everyone in the office are pretty, pretty knowledgeable right now about what they eat and everything. Um, And this episode, we're going to play this by the ear. So we have no particular agenda. If we can somehow end this up with a good and valuable advice about Turkish real estate, I think that, that will be what the uh, what our clients well, the, will the, the be getting, The best right? outcome. Yeah, out, th- that will nice. be the best outcome. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, it's just going to be a casual podcast uh, between me and Cameron. Yeah. That being said, Cameron, how was your trip? My trip was fantastic and it was an eye-opener, to say the least. Now, the, interestingly, as Aladdin said, um, this particular episode doesn't really have a real estate angle, Okay. Well, not one where we, we actually sat around the table and decided, you know, the, the, the audience might want to know about this, so let's give them that. No, we haven't got that. However, however, there is an angle in this episode that um, I, during my stay in California, I was there for almost a month. During that time, and I traveled quite extensively through the Napa Valley wine-producing region all the way to San Francisco, up. Uh, Northern California, then down to South Southern California again, um, and I met a lot of people. And um, on my way back, it's a 13-hour flight. On my way back, I was reflecting, as I always do, uh, as, I'm, as I fly. And um, I said to myself, "I like California." Um, the last time I had been to California was about 13, 14 years ago. I like California, and um, I had a good experience. Certainly, the water fasting was unbelievable, and I'm going to talk more about it. However, I noticed one thing, and that's that Turkey is indeed an amazing country. I noticed is that. Is that what you No, I'm serious, dude. In, in, in Los I, I noticed that yeah. Turkey is an amazing country. Elaborate. Okay, I'm going to elaborate, but... As an executive summary to that, what I will say is the fact that it isn't as robotic, and I'm going to use that word, I'm sorry, if you this shut... straight talk, man. Uh, uh, yeah, if Go you ahead. shut coffee houses at 4 p.m. and you can't even wait for Cameron and his friend to finish the coffees they bought only five minutes ago, yet you have to kick them out at 4 p.m. sharp because the doors have to close, that's robotic. you never, ever going to see anything like this anywhere in Turkey, even the remotest, smallest village or, or, or the busiest parts of Istanbul. You're drinking your coffee? Of course, finish your coffee. Enjoy your coffee, you leave when you leave. That's okay. We can pack up 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour later. They kicked you out. Anywhere. They kicked us out 5, 4 p.m. on the dot. During daytime. I was like, oh know. my God, we're just sitting here. We're still drinking. And, you know, th- th- this is just one story and, and many, many stories, many, many stories. Okay. Um, but what I'm saying is, Turkey isn't quite the robotic West 
but isn't quite the um, the spiritual east. The spiritual east, or let's say, problematic Middle East. It is problematic in most parts. It isn't that. So it is a country that blends the best of both worlds, and this is something that I truly felt on this trip, and I was happy to come back. And you know, I understand why everybody without fail that I met in the US, in California, whether they had been to Turkey before, or whether, whether they'd never been to Turkey, but everybody without fail were extremely curious to know about Turkey. The moment they heard I live in Istanbul, Turkey. I'm from Turkey. They were like, oh, yeah, tell us more about it. Oh, we heard so many good things about it. You know, our friends were there last year. They loved it. They were in Antalya. They were in Bodrum. They were in Istanbul. They came with amazing praises of the place. Oh, we want to go and see it. Everybody I met, Allah, were so excited about Turkey. Well, that's a new thing. That's a very, very new thing because I never, ever experienced this before in my travels because I used to I went through a phase of my life um, from the year 1999 to about 2006-7 that I traveled almost every country in the world because of what I used to do for work I was I was a financial auditor so my job was to go from one country to another to do to audit different business subsidiaries different operations of Philip Morris and Philip Morris exists in probably in every country in the world Okay, at, at the time they were even bigger. So what I'm saying is, now having seen all that at, at the time, and you know, people knew I was Turkish, people knew their, what my background was because they asked and you know, they, they know. That they are the, the um, kind of the impression or the reaction I would get from people then and the reaction I get from people now, 15 years down the line, they're two different things. Two different things. People now are a lot better informed about Turkey. They are curious about Turkey, and it is a genuine curiosity. I think because they have heard a lot of positive things about Turkey from people who've been. And now that everybody almost has knows somebody who's been and who lived there or who, who worked there or, or has holidayed there, all these highly positive feedbacks are coming. And I could, I could see it in people's eyes. I'll tell you what I think the reason is. I think uh, the reason is it's pretty much the information age, right? The social media and everything. With the social media, all the beauties of the world, whether it's a specific type of food that is endemic to one culture, it, it gets multiplied because everyone sees about it. Whether it's a specific place, a holiday spot that you know, one influencer goes there and everyone knows about it. I mean, y you know all the little, th th there's a town in Mexico called Tulum, for example. For the past two years, it's become very, very popular in Turkey as well. The, 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 the area has been there for, for ages, but w we never knew about it until one of our influencers actually mm. went there and made it, made it, you know, made us aware. Uh, think about it, you know, Thailand, the Maldives, the, 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 the Mexico, Argentina, Turkey, whatever is beautiful in the world right now because of social media and technology cannot stay hidden. Hidden gems are being explored one by one. Pop, 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 pop. It, what was the year when you were there the last time? 2004? 2004 or 5. 2004, yeah. 2005. 2004, 2005, the information source of people about Turkey was either the CNN 
or the the NBC yeah, or, or, okay, or yeah. the news channels I mean, or this the, or that. The internet dominance was not there. Hundred yeah. percent. Now that look, Fethiye, Oludan is everyone knows about it now. Yeah. Istanbul, everyone knows about Istanbul. But do, do you know? Do you know what Aladdin? Um, it's not just people seeing lovely and fancy pictures and thinking, oh, this is no, beautiful. No, no. I want to go and see it. Experiences it's, it's positive experiences. Yeah. And, and it gets multiplied. You know, there's a genuine positive experience thing going on here. Another thing that. Um, we, during our stay at this clinic, um, we were looking at, kind of, we were looking at, um, let's say, the types of food to eat, like what is a good diet to make sure that your cells are regenerated. It, the, I think it was a seminar uh, we, that was held um, on longevity, which is cell regeneration and extending our life, okay? Now, as part of that, they talked about they talked about um, these zones in the world called the blue zones. These blue zones are areas, parts of the world. They're kind of isolated parts of the world where people have a tendency to live hundred plus years on on average. So these are called blue zones. Like, and there are five of them. And if you look at these blue zones, now this is very interesting, and this is something that I kind of picked up. If you look at these blue zones, where they are, there's one in California, kind of uh, San Francisco, in between San Francisco and Los Angeles, uh, at a co it's a coastal township, an area there. Then there's one in Costa Rica, okay, a little further down, latitude-wise. Then it could jumps up again, and there's another one in Sardinia, in the Mediterranean. Crosses over a little bit, same latitude, by the way. There's another one in Greece. Okay? And then there's another one further down in Japan. These are the blue zones where life expectancy is the um, highest in the world. And people live 100 plus years. Now, scientists are looking at this and they're trying to understand what it is that make these places so special. What, I what it is that gives people long life, longevity. And they kind of, they've boiled it down to five, six different factors that appear to be in common in all of those places. Do you know what the most important one is? The Mediterranean climate. It's the Mediterranean lifestyle, the diet, the Mediterranean diet. And another one is the social structure. People with, let's say, um, smaller personal bubbles. Warm Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Warm-bloodedness. Yeah. But not just warm-bloodedness in isolation. I'm warm-blooded, but I'm warm-blooded just for myself. No. Where people actually interact with one another. You know, in these Italian movies, you see like this, uh, you know, there, there, there's this long table as long as you can see. Yeah, and yeah. the entire extended family sits around the table and the hens are crisscrossing over the table, pulling the bread, they're doing this, doing that. But there's this whole laughter and they're eating, they're drinking together. Very similar to Turkish culture. Very similar to Turkish culture. 
that type of warm-bloodedness where people engage with one another, yeah. where people spend time with one another, they hug and kiss one another, they laugh together, they eat together. These appear to be the main ingredients in common in all of those five blue zones. Very and another thing. We, we said that the information age and the social media has made unknown more known and, and yeah. w what was boutique have become mainstream all the beauties and the good things around the world is, is now known by a lot of people but think about this 20 years ago 30 years ago the most popular places on earth was you know new york london la this that and everything now in the past you know five six even ten years or so places like istanbul are coming up their popularity is increasing right and hence my question so think about the next 20 to 30 years from now, when more and more people discover what you have just talked about, the social structure, the, the warm-bloodedness, the, the cost of living, the center of the world location and everything. Where do you see Istanbul and where do you see places like Turkey? Because the, 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 the work and the money is, is all up in the air. It's all up in internet. The physical location becomes irrelevant now and as you have just described the western world is becoming ever so you know um mechanical and, and soulless as you described yeah. it do you think in the next 20 to 30 years places like istanbul maybe places like bangkok places that have more of a you know spirit more you know easy and, and, and laid-back lifestyle but with all the amenities and with all the infrastructure as well do you think places like this will 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 rise, will their stars shine? Clearly, if you were to join all the dots where these blue zones are, you will clearly see that it's the Mediterranean climate. Yeah. It's what we talk about, the, uh, the subtropical Mediterranean climate, the temp temperate um, weather, the temperate climate, which is kind of mild winters, long summers, but not too intensely hot, bearable. Um, these are where these blue zones are. Well, Turkey is right on that joint-up um, line, if you say. And with its culture, with, with its social structure, it certainly is becoming an increasingly attractive place for people to live. Now, 20, 30 years down the line and beyond, probably trends will shift further. Maybe 40, 50 years down the line, some parts of Africa that today we could easily classify as no man's land could very well be the most attractive places for people to yeah. start building their homes and living uh, because you know things are changing. But um, what I see when I look at it holistically is that today and the next 10, 20 years, in my opinion, is the time of Turkey, is where smart money and smart lifestyle wants to move toward this kind of culture, this kind of setting, this kind of lifestyle. Mm. Away from, let's say, the more developed, uh, the, 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 the more Western kind of lifestyle. And at the same time, since we are a real estate company, we're talking about the attraction and the traction of Turkish real estate. At the same time, Turkey 
always appeal to and will most certainly always appeal to the Eastern world. Um, because for the Eastern world, for most of the Eastern world... Um, Istanbul is the capital. Istanbul is the capital. Um, certainly for the Middle East, Istanbul is the capital. And it is where... They, you know, it's 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 where it, it has the the authentic, the traditional values, without being overly conservative. It's liberal yet authentic and traditional at the same time. So kind of best of both worlds. And I think that is, and I think in one of our previous episodes we stressed this again. I think Turkey is indeed the best of both worlds. Um, in in that regard. So if we look at um, some real estate predictions as to what's going to happen to Turkish real estate at the end of the day. People watching us mainly yeah. are concerned about real estate. Yeah. Their interest lies with the real estate investment side of things. Well, to sum it up, if a country's star is rising and if, you know, geographically, strategically, it is placed in such a location, such, such a position that adds value to people's lives, hence I brought in the blue zones, um, because what more do we want than living a healthy life right. and a long life, okay? At the end of the day, you might have all the money in the world, but if you haven't got health, what are you going to do with it, right? So that's the ultimate. As human beings, our ultimate desire is longevity and health. Right. Everything else is a bonus because if you haven't got those two, nothing else makes sense. Of course. So what I'm saying is things are moving in such a way in the world that countries like Turkey and Turkey in particular are so well positioned to give you those Yeah. in, in an interesting way, to give you those because of the food you eat, because of the structure, the, 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 the cultural, the social structure that you will find yourself embedded in when you live in Turkey. Um, it's everything about it. Yeah. Right now, it is the time for this part of the world. Of course. And Turkey, Istanbul for sure, is without a doubt the capital of this part of the world. Mm -hmm. I think the next... This is the country to put your money right, in. Right, of course. I mean, f from my perspective, um, I'd like to look at it a bit more, you know, analytical. I, I, I understand that... You know, Tur Turkey is not as developed as the Western world where our systems are not as mature, so are our institutions. Certainly, we do have a robust economy and a robust infrastructure and a, you know, mm. very long tradition of statehood and empires and everything. It's, it's a pretty established uh, state and an established country. But it doesn't have that, you know, methodic and analytical, um, you know, info processing institutions of, you know... Um, Sp not Spain, Sweden, Norway, Canada, and America, and stuff like that. We, we're still a little loose, but we're not as loose as uh, s some other countries, right? So, so we're, we're kind of um, we're in the middle. Yeah, and this is where yeah. Turkey is in the middle. Yeah, for everything. Hundred percent. I mean, this is what the, this is the role of Turkey. Yeah, and, and, and make no mistakes, this is the role of Turkey. The role of Turkey is to be the conduit between, to be the go-between, to be in the middle. Yeah. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah. It's in the middle of Asia and Europe. Yeah. It's in the middle of East and West. It's in the middle of climates, African climate, tropical climate, and subtropical climate. 
Right. It's in the middle, geographically, politically, socially, culturally. It is a perfect blend of everything. You're right. I, I, I 100% agree it, with it that. It was always referred to, this land was always referred to as the cradle of civilization. Cameron Dagan, thank you very much. Thank you. It has been a lovely episode. We started with your trip to Los Angeles and longevity and health and everything and Turkey's importance down to. Uh, we, we kind of finished it with an advice to our clients. Um, thank you very much. And Thanks a lot. My, m- my opinion is, and just like you said, as, as, as the money becomes decentralized, let's, let's, uh, let's subsidize money with work or interest or whatever. You know, after the Industrial Revolution, you, you you have seen that you know power of money or whatever you call it is it, being you know popped up in certain cent- centers in London in New York in Paris in here and there and there now that i see in the next 20 to 30 years it is time for it to become decentralized again as the money is up in the air on the internet as the works become more and more digital as people become um earth unearthbound how do you say that? Well, earthbound and uh, uprooted. Uprooted. <laughs> uprooted is a negative, uh, has, has a negative connotation. But as as becomes more, as people become more free of you know sticking to one particular place because as there is more interest and there's more people there, those those places become more and more expensive, very hard to navigate and everything. And people are looking for alternatives. I think alternatives will win in the next 20 to 30 years. And I think Istanbul is a great alternative for places like London. Turkey Turkey in general. Yeah. I mean, when we, when we, when we tend to draw our attention too predominantly onto Istanbul, you know, it, it, it sounds almost as though Turkey is a city-state. Well, make no mistakes, <laughs> Turkey is... Uh, 80 million people, yeah. Is 85 million. 85. Um, yeah. Excluding Russia, it's the largest geography in entire Europe Yeah. as a whole. It's, yeah. it's larger yeah. than any other European yeah. country. Um, yeah, definitely. Turkey is a, is a sizable country, and Istanbul is. is not the only place in Turkey. I think, but the, it the, is the, it is the heart of Turkey for sure. The the nineteenth century, the end of nineteenth century, the twentieth century was the century of the West, and and what is coming now, the twenty first century, and everything. I think that's going to be the you know century of alternatives places that can present an alternative to the western world with the mix that you just talked about with the cultural touch as well not just money money because you can you can only have so much money if if, if you lose your soul for that you know where's where's the idea nice way of putting it so um yeah i think turkey's star will shine and thank you very much thank you all right guys thank you very much for watching straight talk uh with this whatsapp number you can reach out to us if you have any questions please comment them down below like the video and share it with your friends and family Thank you very much. Fantastic. For See you Thanks next. a lot.